The Gospel according to John 20:19-31 When it was evening on that day the first day of the week and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews Jesus came and stood among them and said Peace be with you After he said this he showed them his hands and his side Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord Jesus said to them again Peace be with you as the Father has sent me so I send you When he said this he breathed on them and said to them Receive the Holy Spirit if you forgive the sins of any they are forgiven them If you retain the sins of any they are retained But Thomas who was called the twin one of the 12 was not with them when Jesus came so the other disciples told him we have seen the lord but he said to them unless i see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the marks of the nails and my hand in his side i will not believe a week later his disciples were again in the house and thomas was with them Although the doors were shut Jesus came and stood among them and said Peace be with you then he said to Thomas put your finger here and see my hands reach out your hand and put it in my side do not doubt but believe Thomas answered him my lord and my god Jesus said to him have you believed because you have seen me Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah the son of God and that through believing you may have life in his name. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you Lord Christ. Every year second Sunday of Easter we get this portion from John's gospel 2019 to 31 verses Immediately when we read this text one thing that pops out in our mind is about doubting Thomas Interestingly in the whole text nowhere you will find a word in Greek or any overtone or any hidden meaning that applies to that word doubt except in Matthew we don't find the word doubt here John has an interesting way of navigating through his characters through the disciples of Jesus Christ telling us how they are responding what are the reactions to this resurrection of Jesus Christ Last week we have seen how Mary Magdalene reacted with a kind of consternation with anxiety fear and she goes to the disciples but we've seen last week how Simon Peter the beloved disciple they went into the tomb but still they did not arrive at any understanding with lot of ambiguity or still not able to understand what it all means they're still locked up in their rooms in the upper room 
The scene today in John 20 opens up with disciples holed up in, in the upper room with fear uh, of Jews that they may come and arrest them because there is nobody now to protect them because Jesus is not there. Or maybe they are in fear with guilt conscience or with, with worry because they are not really with Jesus uh, during the time of crucifixion, during the time he was going through a lot. So the many things that had actually shut their minds and they have shut themselves in the room and they are together. And here we see Jesus coming to them, appearing, showing his hands to them and saying, Peace be to you and I peace I leave unto you. It is interesting the word for peace, all of us know it comes from pretty much the word shalom which has a Jewish understanding which is absence of conflict. But when you come to the New Testament especially in Galatians it, it has a different connotation which means peace is which peace brings tranquility in order or tranquility the, the inner tranquility is what um, Saint Augustine is telling us. So the, when Jesus has breathed to the disciples saying peace be unto you, he is giving them that kind of comfort, inner stillness and peace not to worry and embrace this new reality of the risen Lord. So when Jesus appeared, Thomas was not there. So the disciples tell Thomas that Jesus had appeared and they've seen by seeing the, the body or the nail marks of Jesus, they have rejoiced. But Thomas was not ready to believe uh, because he's caught up in his own fears and, um, and worry or maybe some kind of guilt that he is not able to believe to what they are saying. He says, unless he shows up with the nail marks on his hands, unless I put my finger on those nail marks, I wouldn't believe. And next, we see Jesus appearing to all the disciples and even to Thomas. And Thomas is filled with joy and then he says, my Lord, my God, and completely surrenders himself to Jesus. I wanted to say a few points about um, Thomas here. As I said, it is not always Simon Peter or John because in Johannine Gospel we get to see all the other disciples uh, playing a very uh, pivotal role. When in John's Gospel we see when Lazarus was unwell, when the word was sent out to Jesus, Jesus' disciples actually discouraged Jesus to go because there is people waiting up there to arrest Jesus. But it was Thomas who was ready to go with Jesus. He says, let us all go and die with him. So he was outrageously courageous in putting forward his faith, his trust in God. And it is surprising to see Thomas here saying, unless I see him, see those marks, I will not believe. I think it is 
more than doubt, Thomas here is laying down the conditions, conditions like he needs a proof, he needs to see those marks on the, his hands. I like he, the way he emphasizes on the word like, I want to see his hands. I think in Jesus', in Jesus ministry, much has been done with his hands. He prayed with his hands. He gave thanks with his hands. He showed pity with his hands. He touched people, gave them holistic healing. His hands showed love and his hands eventually sacrificed for us. And the hands actually had the power to raise people from the dead. Even when Peter was walking on the river, when he was about to drown, it was the hand which lifted him back and put him on the right path. So I think the hands have so much uh, a powerful connection to Thomas, I believe, which is why he says, I want to see his hands with scars, with those nail marks, so that I can believe and go strong in my faith. Along the shoreline in California, it's a common sight to see the whales scraping off their barnacles along uh, the rocks. Barnacles are extra shell which tend to stick to their bodies. So it is like a parasite. If you don't scrape them, it is like they feed on you all the nourishment, joy, whatever the whales are taking, this one just feeds on that. So sometimes when they scrape off their bodies, the, the barnacles to the rocks, it may leave some deep scars on their bodies, but still they keep moving forward. Similarly here, Thomas had so many scars. It's not just he wanted to see Jesus' scars alone. Even he was hurt. Even he had those fears. Maybe even he's going through that uh, guilt and um, healing. So there are many things which have actually shrouded Thomas here. But what all he wanted to see is the scars of Jesus, the nail marks on Jesus' hands. Maybe by seeing that, whatever scars or whatever marks he had, probably he can just scrape them off and just keep moving, trusting in God because the restoration and healing comes only when we completely trust in God. Thomas is a patron saint of India and from there after he had seen Jesus, you have seen his ministry, how strong he was in spreading the good news, spreading the gospel of uh, the life, ministry, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ to the people. And finally he was killed by a Hindu Brahmin. He was pierced by one of his sides, but still he was so strong in his faith. Because what he has seen, he clung to that. He clung to the risen God and that kept him going so strong in his faith. I think John is making a powerful connection here between the crucified one and the resurrected one. And we see that in, in Thomas saying that, I want to see the marks of Jesus. 
to make sure that he is the same person, the one who is crucified and the resurrected one. And once he saw that, he got more stronger in faith and trusting in God. And we see the testimony uh, how um, Thomas had lived. So even in our lives, there are many scars in our lives as we are going through this dark times, hard times. But we shouldn't be sitting here with those marks or scars thinking, oh, this is the end of it. But rather, Thomas had set us a beautiful example how when trusting God, he had just moved forward, saying, my God, my Lord. It is a complete surrender. When you trust, you don't look for answers. Rather, you just completely surrender yourself to the will and purpose of God. Annie Lamont in her book talking about her testimony she and the broken spirituality she tells we are both the broken and the resurrected one. We are both the broken and the resurrected ones. Of course we all have our own scars. We would have lost our loved ones. We've been living in fear, anxiety, with uncertainty, missing that loss of togetherness getting adjusted to this new norms, but still, in spite of all this is what is going on, we can still be resurrected with the help of God. As Thomas said, let us also say, my Lord, my God, and surrender ourselves, trusting, putting our trust in God, and moving firmly in our faith. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.